welcome to the Award Travel 101 podcast. My name is Richard Curry, and in 2013, I started a Facebook group dedicated to teaching people how to travel the world using points and miles. Today, over 50,000 members of Award Travel 101 share, teach, and learn how to travel the world on any budget. This podcast is not only a recap of award travel news and strategy, but also a glimpse into my life of running a Facebook group full-time and the lives of our members. Before we start this week's episode, here's a word from our sponsor. Running a Facebook group of over 60,000 people means I get asked a lot of questions. One of the most common is, Richard, where are you always finding these cheap flights and these mistake fares? I feel like I'm always missing out. Never miss a deal again by using Thrifty Traveler Premium. This is over 80 international flight deals a month delivered right to your inbox. Sign up today. Try it for free at thriftytraveler.com slash AT101. Get deals like instant mistake fare notification for $238 round trip flights to Croatia. Filter the notifications you get based on your departure city and your surrounding cities. You can use points to book these fares like Amex Membership Rewards, Chase Ultimate Rewards, and you're going to get miles when you fly these amazing deals. They even send me SkyMiles flash sales so I never miss an opportunity to get free or cheap flights. Never miss a deal again. Thrifty Traveler Premium. Sign up today. Try it for free. ThriftyTraveler.com slash AT101. Welcome to episode 10 of the Award Travel 101 podcast. My favorite time of the week where I get to be passionate about made-up currencies and hopefully make you just as happy as I am to talk points and miles. I'm joined today by none other than Summer Hole, a.k.a. Mommy Points, who is home in Houston today. Summer, how are you doing? I am so good and so glad to be home in Houston. And I can't believe this is episode 10 and the first time I get to talk to you. I know. I'm almost sad, but excited. Well, we're in a pretty stringent contract negotiations right now. So uh, you can talk to my agent if you want to make more regular appearances. <laughs> Please give me the direct line. <laughs> it's pretty high dollar stuff. Summer, we're here to talk about an interesting uh, thing that usually isn't discussed too much in May, but in our world, it needs to be. Now, as the aficionado of points and miles for families and moms and working professionals, I wanted to ask you about holiday planning. Holiday and planning, we're calling this Christmas in May. Give us a brief intro about why we should be talking about this right now. Yeah, so Christmas in May sounds weird, like Christmas in July is usually as early as we get, but... Um, when you're dealing with all of these made up currencies, as you say, in points and miles, if you aren't looking to book those peak holiday dates way ahead of time, then you're going to be the one who says, oh, these miles are useless. I can't use them to go see grandma. Um, yeah. So you've got to look way ahead and you're almost already behind. I was about to say we're arguably behind the power curve already. You kind of are, but but we'll just, we'll forgive this one time. But honestly, yeah, like. <laughs> I book things a year out or close to a year out, sometimes more than a year out. Um, so if you aren't already on holiday now, like officially you need to be as of right this second. So I'll let it go on tangents a little bit. I'm going to go on one here. I cannot plan more than a month out right now. I have a two and a four year old. Your daughters are a little bit older than mine. I have no idea what I'm doing next month. How with your, especially with your working schedule, how are you planning a year out? Is it just, it goes on the calendar and that's it. We're not touching it. Or do you constantly mess around with your plans? So both we've totally had things we planned that we've had to just kill because it just, when life caught up to the planning, the two didn't mesh. So, um, so there is that reality that sometimes when you're planning that far in advance, your plans don't always work out. Um, if you've used the right kind of points, you can get out of it without a big penalty, but sometimes you just suck it up and pay the fee and you move on. But 
Um, but for me, I can't not plan because like you said, you know, I've got a pretty crazy work schedule these days. My husband does as well. My kids are one's in school. Um, one is in preschool. And if we aren't planning on those big school breaks well in advance, we're just going to be left staying at home, which isn't the way I want to do school breaks. So, (laughs) um, so we don't have a choice in my mind. It's just something we have to do if we want to go where we want to go. It's fair enough. I just can't do it because I know if I put something on the calendar, even six months from now, I'm going to change it three or four times. But to your point, I use those points and miles that I know are flexible or give me a free cancellation or it's going to give me my taxes and fees back in a travel bank or something to use. Exactly. And and I think that what you'll see as your kids get a little bit older and life isn't crazy in the same ways as it is today, it'll be crazy in new ways. Oh, goody. <laughs> I know. Sorry. But but I think that when you are more tied to a school calendar and the kids aren't quite as little, that you may see things shift because once you do it wrong once or twice, then you're like, I have to do this different because otherwise you can't go where you want to go. No, I I've, <laughs> I think I've already done that seven or eight times. <laughs> <laughs> OK, well, maybe one day, maybe. But some people don't work that way. And, and, you know, you know this as well as I do. There are last minute opportunities with Miles. Yeah. It's just harder with a family and, and even harder still when you are really dealing with school schedules. So it can be done last minute. It's just got to be a lot more flexible on where you want to go. Do you think Christmas can be done last minute? It just depends where you want to go. Um, and you're not going to probably travel on the most peak dates. If you're willing to fly on Christmas Day, yeah, you can probably do that last minute if you're you have some location flexibility. But if you're wanting to travel on the Saturday after school gets out at Christmas, you can't do that last minute on a good deal, most likely. No. No, it's a, a great point. And that was one of the questions I had for you. How do you feel about travel on the actual holiday? Now, last year, the four of us flew home on Thanksgiving Day, and it was amazing. Yes. It was amazing. The airport was empty. The flight was empty. There was no stress. We got in Thanksgiving morning and lunch and saw everybody. And then we flew home that evening and it was amazing. And we paid like, I think I bought basic economy fares from Charleston, South Carolina to Atlanta for like 130 bucks each. We decided that we're going to do that. I think it's great. And I think if you're willing to like be a little flexible with exactly how and when you spend the holiday, that is where the good deals lie for sure. And less stress too, as you say. Have you actually looked at, say, like Saver Award availability for uh, United out of Houston there on the actual holidays or like uh, um, like New Year's Day or anything like that? I haven't done it like in the last few days, but I was looking at it when they kind of announced their award chart destruction. Now, now, that's not the right word. <laughs> well, it definitely is an award chart destruction since they blew it up and don't have it. Um yeah. So I did look at it when that happened a few weeks ago and things didn't look great. Um, but again, if you were willing to travel on the holidays, there was better deals to be found. That's what we usually do. Honestly, we usually bring grandparents into us on the holidays and they don't have any issue flying home the evening when the holiday is kind of over. Yeah. So that is our strategy. If you're a family looking for a Christmas holiday Kwanzaa, Thanksgiving, Passover, whatever we want to call it. Festivus for the rest of us. What are some destinations that you think are off-peak or are there even off-peak destinations over the holidays? Oh, gosh. Holidays are rough. So what I th- what I have found to be good deals for the holidays um, is heading to Europe. It 
sometimes, I mean, it is getting colder over in part of Europe by then, but it's not typically one of the most sought after destinations for Americans during the holidays. So while I've never spent my holidays that way on the holiday itself, I have seen some good deals that direction. And actually last year, my mom and I, right after Thanksgiving, flew over to Vienna to see the Christmas markets, and we had no issue getting Saver Awards in business class there and back. So that's something fun to look into if you want something different. No, great tip. I've looked at business class availability on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and if you want to go family of four, you can go. Oh. Yeah. I mean, just, just head out of the country. If you want to go to like a resort in the U.S. or Hawaii, they're probably pretty busy, but Europe's a whole different market. All right. So let's talk specific currencies. Maybe you have a reserve fund. Maybe you have these points we're talking about where we can book it now and the cancel for free. What currencies are you looking to use over the holiday time period? So one of the things you're not behind on is Southwest Airlines. We actually just had my friend Jen wrote about this on the points guy for us. Uh, Southwest has not released their holiday schedule yet. So nobody has a Southwest flight booked for the holidays. I think May 29th is when they say they're going to open it up. Um, and so if you can book that day, then you've got free range of all selections. And with Southwest, if the price drops, as you probably know, you know, you can get points back if you rebook or you can get your money as a travel credit for another flight. So your risk is really low there. Um, but Southwest is a great one to use because you can change, you can cancel, and they haven't even opened their holiday booking yet. So beyond that, I think that Avio's are great because you can cancel those and not lose much as well when you're flying American Airlines. Uh, of course, you're tied to American Saver Space, which can get tight around the holidays. But in terms of having freedom to cancel and change, British Airways Avios are a good one to turn to. And remember, you want to do that now because in what, a few weeks or months, we don't know what's exactly going to happen to the Avios award chart. Yeah, May 30th is when the changes kick in. They haven't confirmed what the changes are. We're pretty sure we've sleuthed what they are, and it is an increase, but not a destruction from what we can tell. But yeah, they haven't officially confirmed it, other than rates are changing for partners like American on May 30th, I believe. So you have a few weeks between when this podcast publishes and May 30th to make some cancelable Avios bookings for your holiday flights on American Airlines, or if you can catch another one world partner headed out of the United States. Even better. Um, <laughs> it is, well, depending, I guess, which partner you book with those Avios and how much they charge, but there's some flights down uh, LATAM, down to South America, out of like Orlando and Miami that people always forget about with Avios that aren't too long haul. So some things to look at there. Definitely. Moving over to hotels and lodging. Family of four, family of five, family of six. What would be the first thing you would look at if you wanted to go somewhere? Christmas Day, New Year's Day, uh, as far as finding a place you know, overseas, the availability or the uh, room capacity could be a problem here in the U.S. What are you looking for? What are your strategies if you're sitting down at the computer and starting to try and find some lodging? So put four people in your search box to start, because um, that is a tricky part, finding rooms for four. Now, if you're within the U.S., sometimes you can have four, even if you only put in two. But if you're going international, then don't get all excited about a property and then realize only two people can stay there and you have a family of four. We are actually using our Marriott 35K certificates to go to the Westin Snowmass this holiday season. Rates are like a grand a night, um, but we booked well in advance, so we are able to use our points. Uh, the great thing about hotels is they're generally cancelable until pretty close in. So this, even if you aren't ready to commit to airfare, hotels are something you probably should lock in just in case right now. 
check the cancellation date, but you're probably fine until at least a month out. Um, and yeah, just get to locking those in because uh, if I was trying to book the Weston Snowmass now for peak holiday dates, it would be a lot harder. Catch any of those mandatory Christmas or New Year's Eve dinners as well at these hotels when you're looking at those kinds of deals. I've seen those in some places. We were considering going to the St. Regis Maldives for Thanksgiving. Um, we actually had reservations and canceled them. But the reason we weren't going at Christmas and New Year's was exactly as you say. There was some like million dollar mandatory dinner, even for the kids. And that was just a no. <laughs> do you know why they do that? I, I don't know. I mean, I assume to make money. Uh, I'm mean, sure it is, but why? I guess I just don't understand that policy. And it, I don't either. And it is, like you say, it is common at some places. I haven't run into this in the U.S. personally, right. but certainly at some of these island destinations internationally, they do have some mandatory holiday dinners that can be like $500 per person or something insane. Yeah. Or they just say mandatory holiday dinner for all guests. And you're like, well, how much? And you have to call up and figure out what exactly they're going to charge you for. It's one of those things you have to ask. <laughs> Don't forget that 20% service charge on top plus taxes, fees, and whatever else we want to make up and hide opaque. Yep. Yes. Um, but yeah, if you haven't booked any hotels for the holidays, start there and see what you can find because you usually have more flexibility there. And you're actually not that far off from booking holiday 2020 with some programs. So I... I know that's probably going to make people have a double panic attack, but Hyatt, for example, you're already into being able to book June of 2020 uh, with points. So just keep in mind, if you can't find what you want for holiday 2019, you're really not that far off from holiday 2020, I hate to say. As well as Olympics 2020 for that Hyatt calendar I'm counting down to here in a couple yes, weeks. Yes, are you going? Yes, I'm going back to the old homestead. I got to go back and see Tokyo and uh, I'm enjoy I'm jealous. The- I know tickets become available soon. I think next month, right? Yeah. For non-co-sport.com, uh, uh, co-sport.com. Get on their mailing list. I just got an alert two days ago that, hey, we're about to release ticket packages. Um, I saw that. It's sort of on my radar as well. So that's amazing. But you're right. Like, we aren't, I know we're talking Christmas in May, we're talking holiday 2019. But um, as you're starting to learn to plan ahead, if this is new to you, be aware that really you should also be looking at 2020 if you want to get the most for your miles and points. That's a good fact. So my strategy, two browser windows open, one hotel, one Google Maps. So hotel, I'll just go program by program, a few places that I might want to go for the holidays. And then I'll look at the Google Flights Explorer map and see, hey, what are, what are kind of airfare deals look like here? What's going crazy? And then the thing that people still don't talk about is this AA award tool where you put in your origin airport, where you want to go based on region, how many miles you want to spend. And it tells you everywhere you can go on miles. That's the only tool I know of that works like a Google Flights Explorer map, but for award points. Is there another tool like that for any other airline or these these programs that people have developed? I've never seen that. I sure hope someone's building it. It would be amazing. I haven't seen something else yet personally, but I would love for that to be a thing. It would make it so much easier. I love that Google Maps as well, where you can just see where your money will take you, how much it'll cost to go different spots. But I don't know of another one for awards. No, so that, that's literally where I start. Anytime I go, like uh, I have my kids uh, next weekend, um, what's going on uh, a girl's weekend. It's like, wait, hey, where could we possibly go? Go pull up the award map, uh, award map tool. AA calls. We'll put a link in the notes um, for this, this week's episode. Put in your date and it's like, hey, there's saver space to uh, XNA, Bentonville, Arkansas. And you're like, why the heck do I want to go to Arkansas? Well, number one, I got to go to all 50 states. And number two, uh, Walmart has put so much money into that town that apparently there's things to see there. So who knows? There really are. 
hurt. Not to bring Jen back into this again, but she actually just wrote about that too. And it made me want to go to Northwest Arkansas. I got (laughs) my son and I got marooned there a couple years ago when we were trying to get to Houston actually, and spent the night at XNA and it was lovely. I I want to go back and explore. So it looks awesome. Um, It's sort of on my list now too, that frontier flies there, but as you're talking about flight prices, I think that's the silver lining of some of these award chart changes we've been experiencing is there are those 5,000 mile award flights to places now, places that I actually want to go. Now, the date might not be ideal all the time, but the destinations are awesome. So I wish there was a tool that would bring it all in, but don't be afraid to look at the different programs and pull up their 30-day calendar views. You may find some insanely low mileage prices these days that didn't exist a few months ago. That so great point there. Let me end on that before I ask you a couple closing questions. Is if you see something that's expensive now, that doesn't mean it's always going to be expensive. A lot of people do that. They write in and say, "Hey, I saw this. It was way too expensive, so I'm not going to look at it." Remember, the day before, day of departure, those prices can drop. Those miles required can go down significantly. The saver space can open up and you can find yourself on a grand trip that uh, you just need to keep an eye on either set expert flyer alerts or any of that kind of goodness. So don't give up, especially even for Southwest when they open up the calendar. If something's a little expensive, it doesn't book up then keep checking it. And those fares very often do go down. Yeah. All right, Summer, your favorite holiday trip you've taken either solo when you were young even though you're younger now, what are you like 23? I don't even understand what you're doing. I'm already um, practicing saying I'm 40. So I'm ready when it comes. <laughs> well, you still got 15 years, so you're good. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite trip you've ever taken over the holidays. Um, So going to the Christmas markets in Vienna with my mom was really cool. But uh, this year we actually finally accomplished something I've been trying to do forever around the holidays, which was getting um, my whole extended family pretty much on my dad's side together. Uh, in Colorado, in the mountains, in the snow, in a big rented VRBO house just after New Year's and seeing all the cousins playing together and bunking up in the kid room. That was really special and the perfect way to spend the holidays in my view. So uh, we'll we'll give the award to that one. I am very jealous of that. And what kind of cars do you know VRBO charges as travel for like uh, any kind of these so it did for me. Um, it did. I put it on my Sapphire Reserve and I earned three X points, but it seems that it's entirely tied to whether or not it's kind of an individual owner or it's being managed by like a larger conglomerate who has tons of properties, which, you know, Lord, as if this isn't complex enough. Right. Um, but, uh, but yes, I did earn three points per dollar on that charge. Uh, but mostly I think because it was an individual owner and not like a property management company. So it is possible. It's just not guaranteed. Very interesting. So it was not run by VRBO. It was run by whoever owned that. Your card was not run by VRBO. It was run by whoever owns that specific property. It was, I think mine was actually run by VRBO. It's, but it seems sometimes that it's not that straightforward if you're actually running from a a management company. It's great to know. Maybe something you can call ahead and find out. Remember we have the new award wallet merchants tool where you can look up any merchant and see how it is coded on award wallet members, uh, credit cards and tells you a breakdown of how it coded on each chart. I'm looking at VRBO right now and it does uh, yeah, it's it's all over the place. So that's awardwallet.com slash merchants, but a uh, great tip there. Summer, you are a very busy lady hopping back and forth between New York, Houston, the mountains, the Caribbean. Uh, you like Disney a little bit where I'm headed next week. Can you tell us any big plans you have the rest of this year or any amazing things you have going on uh, over at Mommy Points at TPG? 
Yeah, so we are going to spend three weeks this summer in Hawaii going to different islands and checking out different experiences and hotels and just letting my girls live the island life for a few weeks. Well, that sounds terrible. And it'll also be my dad's first time to cross an ocean, which is pretty exciting. That is amazing. Um, it is. Probably only time. I don't think he'll want to do it again, but... So I'm really excited about that. And then we've got some Disney coming up this summer, of course. And then later this year, we're going to Bora Bora as a family. <laughs> I know. It's a rough life that I lead. Uh, and some other things along the way as well. But we've got some big high-end redemptions. We've got some family stuff. And then we've got, of course, Disney stuff because that's what we do. Summer, congrats on all of your success, and I know all of the hard work that you put in because sometimes we talk at 6 a.m. and sometimes we talk at midnight, so you are always burning the midnight oil. You can always find- We live parallel lives sometimes. (laughs) You can always find all of Summer and all of her contributors, a small army of contributors, which I am proud to be a part of over at thepointsguy.com slash family-travel. We'll have a link in the show notes. Summer, thanks for all the tips for Christmas in May, which uh, we need to do like Christmas in February next time so we don't get behind this power curve. Honestly, it's true, but don't despair. Like it's not too late. You can still do it for this year and then you'll be extra prepared uh, for 2020 in just a few months. I'm looking forward to being able to travel over the holidays at one point, but uh, that is not right up Emily. My wife's Allie and the kids are just not at that age yet. So I look forward to to the future and traveling on Christmas day. Summer, thanks again. And we'll be right back here on the award travel one-on-one podcast. The Award Travel 101 podcast is brought to you by Thrifty Traveler Premium. Over 80 international flight deals a month delivered right to your inbox. Never miss a cheap flight or a mistake fare again. Sign up today for free at thriftytraveler.com slash AT101. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Award Travel 101 podcast. It helped me out a lot if you took a moment and subscribed to the podcast and left us a rating wherever you're listening, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Many thanks to Summer for taking time out of her very busy schedule to join us and share those holiday tips. If you haven't seen the work that Summer has done over at the Points Guy and even her work in, in getting acquired by the Points Guy, it's really amazing. And I'm telling you, there's nobody in this space that works harder than what she's doing right now. My top tips for holiday travel. Learn the currencies that you can book speculatively, meaning you can cancel for free or no charge, or you can move it uh, like Southwest we were talking about. Also, if you have status, I'm Delta Platinum Medallion, and that means I can make speculative SkyMiles bookings and then call up and cancel for free. If a good deal pops up and I've got SkyMiles in my account, more than likely I'll go ahead and book that. And then we'll uh, take a look at the family calendar and see what happens. Learn how to use expert flyer or set saver fare uh, or saver award availability alerts. That's where you get an email. That says, hey, on December 23rd, for no reason at all, this flight over to see grandma has opened up. Book it right now. Getting smart, spending a little bit of time to learn how to use these tools, like the award uh, availability tool from American Airlines. It, it just makes your life so much easier, and that's how you get these flights and planning in advance. A lot of great information there, and we'll be sure to have some links up in the show notes. Hey, a lot going on in the War Travel 101 world. Facebook announced at the annual F8 conference a couple of weeks ago that they are putting a much higher emphasis on communities because they recognize as important as it is to stay in touch with friends, family, and colleagues on Facebook, you people are spending more time in groups than they are even on their personal profiles. This has been the case for me for a few years, and I know people have been talking about it. So Facebook said, we're going to align the platform both mobily and on desktop to put more emphasis on groups to separate group content out of 
the uh, personal news feed so that you can get the information you want quicker. Now, they gave me a heads up about this and they said you might see an increase in join rates in your in your different Facebook groups. And I can tell you right now, we are adding members to War Travel 101 faster than we ever have to a degree of almost 2x. So in the last 28 days, we've added 1,600 new members. And that continues to increase every morning my moderators and I wake up and then my moderators are in Australia, which if you didn't know that, I have two moderators in Australia who monitor the group while we're sleeping here in the United States. Just see a boom and join request, which is awesome and amazing. And like I talked about, I think last week or two weeks ago on the podcast, we have to adjust our strategy a little bit in Award Travel 101 to make sure people are getting that beginner information. Which leads me to my next reminder that we do have Award Travel Advanced over 400 members now. We have our first Award Travel Advanced members only meetup planned for this coming summer. Some amazing content coming out there. I actually made a post yesterday that uh, pinged everybody in the group and said, hey, if you haven't read the post today, you really need to make sure that you're reading Award Travel Advanced. Uh, I'm so happy about how that group is coming together and the information that is shared. My thanks again to our sponsors, Thrifty Traveler Premium. Never miss a mistake fare. Never miss great premium deals. Filter down to your departure airport again. Try out their service, thriftytraveler.com slash AT101. We're coming out with the AT101 Boot Camp Series. This is going to be a weekend of intensive learning from the ground up, starting with your personal finances and credit score and going all the way through what's the difference between a fixed versus variable rate currency. That first meetup will be announced very soon. You can always submit your questions and post to Award Travel 101. Send me a message, send me an email. And very last, I am headed to New Orleans at the end of May for Card Forum 2019. This is a credit card industry conference that's about uh, three or four nights long down there. And on Tuesday, May 21st, I'm going to be hosting an Award Travel 101 meetup. Head into the group, uh, actually any of the groups that I have, to see information if you happen to be in the New Orleans area Tuesday, completely informal deal. We're going to sit around, talk points and miles. And I'm telling you, ladies and gents, if you've never been to an in-person points and miles meetup, this is where the secret sauce is made. This is when the networking happens. This is when you're going to hear the stuff that makes your jaw drop and you go, okay, now I'm really hooked on this stuff. So Tuesday, May 21st in New Orleans. I love doing this podcast. Looking forward to next week. Everybody have a great week and I'll see you next time here on the Award Travel 101 podcast. 